Hey guys, welcome back to Thoughts Across the Ocean. We're so glad to have you here and tune in to this episode. We'll literally have a sea of topics to cover, sharing ideas, stories, experiences, and lessons. Let's get right to it and dive deep in the vast, vast ocean of our thoughts. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode to the new year. First of all, I would like to congratulate Jazz for giving birth to a beautiful baby boy, Zach. Unfortunately, she can't be with us in this episode because, understandably so, she needs to spend more time with the newborn. Which brings us to today's episode, our first attempt in trying to diversify the podcast. So with me are some of my childhood friends, Yen and Kervin. Yen, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi. I'm Yen. I'm globally known as Mary, and I'm also known as Jay's best friend. <laughs> and Kervin, on to you. Hi, my name is Kervin. I am globally known as Kervin, <laughs> and I am Jay's best friend. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but fine, fine. <laughs> for the sake for the sake of this episode, they're both my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So keep it fair. Yeah, yeah. Keep it uh, fair. A little backstory. So we go way back since what um was it like late nineties, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think we were we were kind of forced to be friends with each other because <laughs> our parents worked for the same company like, when we were really young and then we were stuck in one community. So I guess we didn't really have any choice, right? Not really. <laughs> no, it's one of those cases when your f- parents are friends and you're just friends with your parents' friends' kids. And that's just how it goes. <laughs> and you just have to hang out with each other at the parties and you're just like, hi. And like, you just have to get over that awkward like phase, phase of like, I don't know who you are. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Yeah, here we are, like, years later. Like, 20-something years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're still friends, you know. Oh, and mm-hmm. Kervin actually is in the the United States, um, so... It still fulfills that thoughts across the ocean. And I'm so. down the highway, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And then, Yen yeah, is actually in the same country as I am, mm-hmm. in, in Qatar, and um, so that... that, that is what she meant by across the highway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Almost across the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> anyway, how are you guys? Like, uh, How was your Christmas? And how did you celebrate it? Uh, mine was pretty eventful. I had COVID. <laughs> Lovely. For the first that time. Omicron. <laughs> the that Omicron. That Omicron is coming through. <laughs> the Omarion. <laughs> the Omarion. <laughs> Have you heard that? They've been calling it the Omarion online. I just can't. I can't with like the internet. Oh my god. I'm going to have to call it that now. <laughs> yeah. What is the Omarion? I don't know well, about this. He's um <laughs> he's an R&B singer. <laughs> From the 90s, okay. 2000s? Like early like 2000s, he early was part 2000s. of um he was part of B2K. He was like the lead singer. So he was your jam. Oh yeah, man. Your jam. Yeah. You know, those <laughs> days when it was like Lumidy and Chingy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see? Fabulous. That was a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
they don't make music like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, yeah, no. They don't. How was your yeah. Christmas, Yen? How was your Yeah. Um, how was your it was pretty then? good. Like it was a lot better than I I thought. It was like the first time my son actually knew that it was Christmas and it was really heartwarming to watch him open Aww. gifts and just like That's yeah, so special. It was so sweet <laughs> and um we got him his first advent calendar this year just full of cars so could you just imagine how much cars we have downstairs it's just insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he does like cars right oh like, yeah he loves his cars yeah. he loves his monster trucks and did a lot of baking pies gingerbread cookies oh that, yeah 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 that yeah. jay that yeah. jay and um another friend of ours Louis. got if you yeah. were here, um, yeah. Kervin, you would have gotten some for sure. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. I also would have yeah. given you guys yeah. the ube cookies that I made. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I made these, um, they're crinkles, cookie, cookie crinkles, but I made them smaller. Love. So they're kind of ball-like crinkle cookies. So I call them crinkle I pops. Love crinkles. Oh, just, just that's in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Trademark with with deliciousness. <laughs> but I made so many, so many of them, but I couldn't like distribute them to everyone because you know I couldn't see them. Mm -hmm. Didn't want to spread the love of COVID, Omicron, no. Omarion. Omarion. <laughs> but you know, when when I see you guys, I'll I'll definitely make some. Yay! Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, when when are we gonna see each other? I haven't seen each other since how like when was it 18 when you came here was it 2018 mm -hmm. oh man that's a long time yeah. yeah we should definitely like have a trip together right come over yeah. here yeah sure Ooh, let, 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 let COVID. <laughs> yeah see it's it's that covid it's the best excuse <laughs> anyway okay what about since, you jay since we're Oh yeah, so my Christmas was you know normal like with with family. We were just playing games and stuff like that. You know the usual. Mm -hmm. You know how my family's like. <laughs> Your family's yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> I was about so, to say. So yeah. yeah. So that that was it. Like you know the usual. You've mm -hmm. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, since since we're um on the topic of the happiest time of the year. Uh, so let's talk about what does happiness feel like to you? And this was actually a topic uh, suggested by Kervin. And I think he can elaborate on why he chose to talk about this. I sure can. Um, so when Jay approached me about joining the podcast, I thought of topics to talk about. And uh, the topic that really resonated with me was happiness. I kept coming up with other questions and other subtopics about happiness. So I kind of went for it um, and I thought of why. Why does happiness mean so much to me? And I guess as uh, an LGBT person with mental health issues, finding my own happiness has always been the most important goal in my life. Um, and throughout the years, I feel like I've gotten to know myself more by discovering what makes me happy. So I'd like to take this opportunity to talk about you know my journey to finding happiness and what it means to me, and also what it means to other people. I'm curious to find out so your your journey. So this this episode is just about you, is it? 
<laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm curious, Kervin, like since you said um discovering like, what makes you happy, how was it like for you before? You know, let let's say fifteen years ago when we were probably still in high school. What did happiness feel like to you then? I think I was most happy when I was around people. Um partying, you know, doing whatever was fun, whatever other people wanted to do because it seemed like the most. Um, happiness also was getting attention, you know, by saying funny things or acting a fool to make people laugh. Um, so I kind of took on the role as the jester even until in my 20s because I thought it was something that people liked, you know, I thought it was something that brought people joy, was mm. kind of taking the stab at myself. So they have someone to laugh at and with, you know, sometimes. Um, so leading into like what um, happiness made me, making me realize that happiness for me was making other people happy, um, but not knowing that it was distracting myself from finding my own happiness. Yeah, and I, I think I can, I can relate to that a bit. Like um, back then, I think uh, what we found to be uh, an enjoyment or like a, a happiness to us was like drinking with a bunch of people you know staying up late till five in the morning and we thought that was fun you know and I don't think any of us realized that distraction was only temporary happiness I mean who are we who who were we to to know any better you know yeah. back then um yeah, I think I had a very similar view of happiness back then where I thought fitting in and doing what everybody did, like hang out or like go drinking was what would make me happy because that's what I thought was the thing to do. And, you know, I had really strict parents, as you guys remember. Yeah. So I really thought I was missing out. But looking back on it, I, I really think my parents were saving me from half of that like stupidity that could have happened but just didn't but you know little old me i still managed to do those things anyways <laughs> but it, <laughs> it still left me empty and like unhappy which like really confused me at such a young age because then if that yeah. didn't make me happy then what did and it, it really it really took a toll on me at some point to be honest i remember that like i remember when you said like um you you had like opportunity to do all those things because we we used to sneak out you mm -hmm. remember that like we used to climb out the the windows, the windows and like, yeah. Let's go. yeah like let's to do go what though like, to watch movies to do that's nothing that's <laughs> literally what we did to watch movies and eat noodles remember Kirvin? we yeah. used to eat noodles in the middle walk of the night around. yeah and walk around mm -hmm. that's literally yeah. all we did and it was yeah. just like nothing nothing crazy <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, I like that as well. Like, yeah, like it. It was like, it was the thrill of doing mm -hmm. those things. You know, until like, you like get anything. Until, until you get caught, which is exactly what happened. And then you're grounded, and then it becomes harder <laughs> yeah. to do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Until until you get like miss like fifty missed calls from your mom. Right? Oh my god! No. <laughs> and then you're panicking. You're like, I'm no, getting <laughs> <laughs> oh no but Kervin walked me home he was so sweet oh yeah of course <laughs> well he ra he ran me back home or like not oh, walked me home <laughs> yeah oh I remember that I remember yeah, I was that like, yeah. Kervin Kervin they're calling me hurry up hurry up 
Yeah, man. And he was being such a sweetheart, and my parents were like, Is he your boyfriend? And I busted out laughing in front of my parents. I was just like, No. Exactly. Surprise, surprise. I actually think about our childhood a lot and how secure our community was. Yeah. Because looking at my child, my nephew and niece's childhood, they live where you have to have a car to go somewhere. You can't just get out of the door, walk to a, a clubhouse, you know, take a bus to the city, which was just a small city, and it goes to the, the mall, or yeah. you don't have your friends in walking distance from you. It was such a privilege, I think, for us to have to have that close-knit kind of feel, a small town vibe. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely I, agree. Yeah, I didn't mm. think of that as a privilege to be honest until until now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like like Yen and I are in the same country, but like it takes us months to see each other. No, it does <laughs> not. I made up this Stop Yeah, doing I'm, I'm, that. I I make up <laughs> rules like okay, we're only allowed to see each other every, every six, six months. months. Okay. That's it. <laughs> in reality, okay. We see yeah. each other like twice a month. On a, on a yeah, now month. it's on been, a good month. Yeah, yeah. yeah now it's be, be uh, it's, it's better, more frequent. Yeah, yeah, it's better. But actually, when the pandemic hit, you know, like we we really didn't see each other then. Oh, right? yeah, mm. yeah. The pandemic definitely helped me. Yeah, understand like what really made me happy. Like I was talking about our childhood and our privilege. Like I was thinking about that during our pandemic. I was really just thinking about like retrospectively my whole life because maybe we're gonna die <laughs> oh wow you oh went God. there i did not yeah, go man. there i was just like yeah, how do you make there. burgers at home how do you make burritos <laughs> at home fries i was thinking like worst case scenario <laughs> like everyone's gonna have covid and die but i had covid i didn't die <laughs> very much alive. oh but for but, you because yeah because you're healthy very much alive. like but for other people you know it's it's not yeah. the same yeah. yeah yeah i'm really that was also one of um being healthy was one of the things that i realized that helped me be happy over yeah. the pandemic you know like just realizing the bigger things that made me happy in a deeper way like realizing my potential as a creative person, working on my mental and of course my physical wellness, um, and also understanding and helping people. It kind of gave me, um, help them more based on who they are and what their needs are. Yeah. Yeah, how about you guys? Did you guys realize like what really made you guys happy over the pandemic? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, it's, it's the simple things that, that make me happy now. Like um, some quiet time by myself, working on my writing, um, learning new skill, you know, reading, reading stuff, um, investing in all that and going to the park with my parents, just talking to them and enjoying some fresh air that I probably took for granted before, you know, those those times that um, where you had the opportunity to to slow down, mm -hmm. you know. Because when when you start to work, um, it feels like everything is rushed, you know? Like you're rushing to get work, you're rushing to get dressed, you're rushing to, to get things done. And mm -hmm. now it's it's the, the slow and quiet things and just talking to 
to people, friends, and um, reconnecting. Yeah, reconnecting, and um, now it's those those kind of things I look forward to. Really, what about you, Yen? Yeah, um, for me, you know, my view on happiness has um, definitely changed in the past five years alone. I mean, that's it's a pretty short period of time for things to shift, but like because um, I got married quite young, I would say, compared to the age everyone is getting married nowadays, you know, everybody's getting married, like, at 30 or older, so, uh, which is fine, yeah. just putting that out there, no judgment, <laughs> um, you know, a lot changes when you're suddenly responsible for everything, um, like, taking care of your own house, making sure meals are cooked, and, like, groceries are there, and, It's just a lot, a lot to take on um, at such a young age. And um, then, you know, things drastically took a turn when I got pregnant. And then suddenly, literally nothing mattered to me except my family. So it was just all about my husband and my kid. And I no longer wanted to be this career woman that I was raised to be by my mother, who is or who was um, a career woman herself. Um You know, I got pregnant shortly after quitting a mentally exhausting job. Yeah. And that really just put things in perspective for me that having a job is not like, I mean, it's great, but like your family is the one that's going to be there for you, not the job. You know, once that job finds out you're, you're dead, guess what? In a week, you'd be replaced. They're not going to stop for you. Nobody cares. So like, as harsh as that sounds, that's true. So you know, when the pandemic hit. So, of course, you know, I realized we took, we really took spending time with our loved ones for granted. And this is, I feel like, a common theme for everybody that I'm hearing as well, like from you guys, from my, yeah. my, my other friends. So now, as cliche as it sounds, my happiness literally revolves around my family. Yeah, like, I definitely agree. Like, don't you, Gervin? Like, yeah, um, when you can definitely relate about, to all of that. Yeah, exactly. When you were talking about like um, how we took it for granted, like spending time with the family, because before it's it's like, I mean, you had all the time in the world to just be at home and spend time with them, right? Yeah. But then you still chose to to want to go out and do all the things that you thought that was gonna make you happy, and now like in the turn of in the turn of events, it's like those are the kind of things that you that make you happy, and it's funny because. Um, I think as as we get older, like the more we realize like how important time is, you know. I agree. Yeah. I feel like we don't realize how short of a time that we have. It's so cliche to to say, right? Time yeah. is yeah. short. Yeah, time is short. Yeah, but yeah. it really is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like when can you're you imagine? young, you think you have all the time in the world. Yeah. But as you grow older, you're like, wow, I wish days are longer. I wish mm. weeks are longer so I could do a lot more with my time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, like um, going back to the question of the topic, um, how do you really know if you're truly happy? What does that feel like to you guys, honestly? I mean, I know I'm happy when I am at peace within myself and not having to think of what I need to worry about next because I feel like that's 
something I always do. Like I am unable to, well, I mean, I'm better at it now, but I'm usually unable to um, enjoy the present moment. Like if I'm having like a nice time at the park with my, with my family, I'm usually already thinking like, oh crap, what's, where am I going to pack for my son's lunch tomorrow? Oh, I have to do this at home. I have to, like, there's just a lot to worry about. And I, I, I do know when my mind is at peace, I know I'm like, I'm happy and I did what I could to make myself happy, which is a rare occasion considering I do deal with a lot of anxiety and, you know, happiness is also being truly content with your current state or situation and not really wanting much more out of life. So you're just going to be in this mindset that if you get more then great, otherwise you're happy anyway. And it's, it, you know, happiness is somewhat of a mindset and it's the reality that you make. Um, I, I wanted to share with you guys this, this little thing that I heard from Rob Dial on his podcast where it really hit me when he said, like, you do make your own reality. So if you're constantly, like, pinpointing, like the bad stuff in your life you're never gonna be happy and that's it it, it yeah. hit hard for me because that was exactly what I was doing at that moment I'm like oh man like, I really need to stop doing that and yeah. um, I still catch myself doing that but I you know when I do I of course I try and just think like no everything's fine everything's great there's a lot of um, less fortunate people than me so yeah you know I'm 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 grateful and like happiness I feel like is very closely tied um to being grateful for things that you have. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. I also agree with that. I actually like sometimes say to to Janine um and to some of my friends like um when when you're trying to compare your life to others, don't compare up because when you do compare up and um think oh oh look at what they have they have this kind of car, they have this kind of house. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes you kind of, like, envious to those kind of people. But when you do compare um, to those who are less fortunate than you, you you kind of, like, um, uh, you kind of, like, have this, uh, it opens up your eyes and and you, you tell yourself, yeah, look at what they have. And look at what I have. They don't have this. They, they don't have a, a comfortable bed to sleep on or a shelter, you know. Mm-hmm. So I always say to not compare up because the tendency is that you get, you'll get jealous and you'll be like, oh, I want that. I want that. It's always just going to be whatever you want, you know. And I think your answer to this question is, is similar to mine. And... um my perspective as well it's happiness for me is being at peace with with yourself with oneself when when we're not complaining too much about the the bad things that are happening and you can still look at it with positivity like everyone says that happiness depends on you you alone it is not up to anyone or anything that uh to make you happy and i strongly believe in that because you cannot really control other factors you know but what you can control is how you feel about certain things people and situations and when you have mastered how you feel or react to something with with positivity or peace 
then for me, I can say that that is when I'm I'm truly happy. Yeah, and I think I can relate to your answer when you said that you have to define happiness for yourself. Because honestly, I don't think I can tell anyone how to be happy or how to feel happy for them. I think that you have to make it your own happiness. Like you have to find what actually makes you happy and what actually makes you feel that gratitude that will help you feel like your life is enough and not constantly try to think that it's not, it's not enough. You know, a person could be happy with a glass of water, whereas someone else won't be happy until that glass of water is gold. For me, happiness means nurturing the love around me, um, giving myself a purpose in life also. And you know what, I can say that I, I truly feel happy right now, because I have found love for myself, you know, over COVID, I've taught myself how to really love myself instead of constantly criticizing and finding the flaws within myself and telling myself that I'm not enough. And then yeah. finding that love in myself helped me find love with someone else. You know, I think as RuPaul says, how, how can you love someone else if you can't love yourself? Yeah. And that is very true. <laughs> I was smiling the whole time you were saying that. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> and, um, you know, and just having the love for my friends like you guys and my family, I think that also gives me a sense of happiness and a purpose in life and creating beautiful things that bring people joy and taking care of people in need. So that's really what makes me happy. And that's when I feel I'm truly happy when I'm, when I have all of that. Uh, yeah, I agree. And this is exactly why we do this podcast. So people around the world can reach out and have genuine conversations about things that really matter. Communicate with others who may be wondering the same thoughts and sharing their lessons uh, that can create impact to, ins- to inspire someone's life. And I want to say thank you to you guys. I really appreciate you doing this with me. And <laughs> I want to no, know it's, how it's was our this pleasure. experience for I you. mean, you know, I'm glad I had this opportunity to share my thoughts to be able to possibly help or maybe inspire someone out there and know that you're not alone with these thoughts you know it's it, i know i know it can get a little lonely sometimes but you're not alone and as for the experience it was an amazing experience and you know it's nerve-wracking like you said and it's really actually like it's definitely a lot harder than it seems yeah, I agree with that. Definitely a lot more planning than I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had a great time um, doing this podcast was actually making me happy, you know, like having a project to work on with people that I love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your best friends. <laughs> my best friends. <laughs> and I love talking about deep stuff like this. It makes me feel smart and full of shit. Sorry, full of wisdom. Yeah. Sparkle. <laughs> and speaking of wisdom. here's a little quote from the Dalai Lama you know the one and only that concisely encapsulates what we've talked about today he said happiness is not something ready-made it comes from your own actions and I thought that was beautiful that that is that is beautiful Mm. I'm impressed Kirvin I'm impressed you've been (laughs) 
Yeah, you've been listening to the podcast to know <laughs> that we actually do quote. Of course, <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm I'm really happy you guys could join me, and I hope we can do more episodes, you know, together and with more people. Invite invite um your your friends, anyone really. I'd I'd really love to to be talking to them or. You can you can talk to them by yourself. I don't have to be here, you know. Do an episode yourself, and we'd love that. You know, we'd love to have that in the in the podcast. And to end this, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone that's listening. So, Happy New Year, guys! Happy, Happy New, New Year's. Year. May your twenty twenty two be better than every year. Our twenty twenty one. And no more Omarion. No more Omarion. Future Omarians. <laughs> or Little Fizzes. Or whatever their names are in that band. It'll just be a new group. one. Yeah, it'll just be a new name. Yeah. <laughs> a, whole, a whole new group. <laughs> Alright, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Peace. Thank you for listening to Thoughts Across the Ocean. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't miss the next one. Continue to follow our journey because more thoughts are waiting to be unveiled. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media at Thoughts Across the Ocean.